Conversations with Pioneers, hosted by Refulue Tobeja. She's a go-getter. Tenacious. Resilient, without a doubt. Intelligent, most definitely a thinker. She sets the pace. And welcome to yet another edition of Conversations with Pioneers, and I am Rifilwe Tobeja. Let me thank you for taking the time to click and download or click and listen. I'm grateful for your support and company. Today, I'm in conversation with Lesejo Selwane, who is the CEO and co-founder of a landscaping company, Ronewa Creations. Among her qualifications is a degree in biochemistry and botany from the University of Johannesburg. Lisero is also director and founder of the Green Grow Group, an environmental program that runs in schools in Soweto, Gauteng. She serves as an executive member of the Guild of Landscape Designers in Southern Africa. Leadership is at the forefront of what she stands for, with a passion for entrepreneurship, the environment, and the youth. Welcome to the show, Liso. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so, so much for having me. Thank you, Rifilwe. Awesome. You're welcome. Now, let's dive right into it. You are building a company which aims to sustainably contribute positively to the green economy. Could you please unpack green economy for us? All right. Um, so we feel that the green economy is a broad, broad term. I think it's like on the same level as the fourth industrial revolution, because these two are like coming up and they're pushing against the norms of what we've always known in the past. And now with COVID, we know that the norms have been changed completely. And so the green economy just exists to actually make sure that we live lives that are sustainable. We live lives that um, definitely help us to actually preserve the, the resources that we have in, in our environment that helps us to work hand in hand with the environment and nature and just working with what we are given, you know, by, by the earth, by nature and making sure that we have and use it in a sustainable manner. So the green economy uh, stems from different types of businesses. You speak of water, you speak of the ocean economy you speak of the production side of things you know meat production you speak of different kinds of products and it's like a broad broad space where you know basically any type of job that you actually think of there's some green element to it if you think of engineering there's a green element to it where different mining industries are you know changing the way they're thinking about the sustainability side of things if they are depleting resources how base can they restore the mines that they're mining on you know, there's just so much to it that any person in whatever type of um, industry you look at, Elon Musk, you know, Elon Musk who's now invented these amazing, you know, inventions that help us to be sustainable. And you can look at automotives and um, many other things where you can see yourself playing in the green economy. So we're basically trying to transform how people think, how people consume, how people mm-hmm. place a demand on different products that we see all around us. And just the science behind it, we have economy. We have different people who are like 
studying and researching. So the green economy is actually so, so broad mm-hmm. and it has so many players and people don't even know that there are players in it. Mm-hmm. And that's why we exist as Green Grow uh, Group to actually teach people about this economy, the green economy, which is budding and budding and sprouting and doing amazing things across the world. And people just need to be aware of what it offers and what's in that space so that we can play great impact in a conscious way. Mm. I like that budding and sprouting, all pun intended, I guess. (laughs) Definitely. And I think with, with the green economy, as broad as it is, we've seen the, the birth and rise of companies in waste management, in recycling. That's all part of the green economy, right? Yes, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People believe that going green is expensive. What are your thoughts on this? Whoa, I hear this all the time. <laughs> it really isn't expensive. I think it's how you look at it and what you can actually afford you know, some other things may be expensive, but we we have actually become greener than before. And even before the term or the trend came into play about going green, many, many uh, South Africans have actually been green in their, in their households. For example, mm-hmm. something that we normally do in a black households where people would reuse, you know, the containers that we have used from Rama or Majorine or whatever Majorine that you use, and you would reuse that container. That's you going green. Mm-hmm. Our grandmother's uh, composting all our uh, vegetable scraps. That's you going green and using that in the garden. Or our grandmothers or our family members harvesting water, harvesting grey water from the rain or harvesting water that would, we would use in our washing and using that in the garden or using it for a second stage of the use of that water. That's you going green. I mean, there's just so many ways you can actually go green. It really doesn't have to be expensive. I think when you are awakened to it, you find it very doable as compared to you just shutting yourself from that whole idea. It's very, very doable. I mean, with just these examples that I've given and you actually reusing your plastics, you know, plastic bags. If you ever have to use a plastic bag, you know, you you stranded, you need to have something, uh, you need to have something to carry your vegetables, I mean, your groceries with, then the same plastic bag can be used another time, you know, with your diet, with your products and you making a conscious decision not to place a demand on the different products that you have on our shelves Mm -hmm. and saying I'm going to be a responsible consumer I'm not going to use plastic straws you know if I'm ever offered plastic straws I'm not going to use plastic straws because these straws say that these straws are going to take up all the fish that we have in our oceans and we will have more plastic straws or more plastic in our oceans compared to the fish that we need to consume. So um, there's just so Mm -hmm. much that goes into it. And when you know, and when you know how important it is for one to actually separate their waste at home, because our landfill sites are getting full Mm -hmm. and full and we don't have space to actually, you know, dump all these things and it's it's just such a health hazard for people who are staying in those areas you know mm-hmm. and you know just having a garden at home mm-hmm. your own vegetable garden that's not expensive and you're actually saving you'd be eating from your mm-hmm. own garden so it's really not expensive to go green mm-hmm. and you know wow that was a mouthful and you've also answered what was going to be my next question on what are the little things that we all can do starting now to ensure that we leave a healthier planet for the generation to come? So basically, that, that's what it is in a nutshell. You've just captured all of it nicely there. Thank you so much. Now let's talk about your involvement in setting the standards for the industry through your membership at the Guild of Landscape Designers in Southern Africa. 
Yes, uh, Guild is an organization that I'm so, so passionate about. I mean, it exists to set uh, the standards in the landscaping industry. They approached mm -hmm. me two years ago to be part of the exec. Mm -hmm. And I was previously just a member, you know, uh, just working my way in landscaping field. And I was super, super excited part of those that actually set the industry standards. I mean, we evaluate different landscapers and there's like rankings, like you would be a, a silver member, uh, a gold member or a platinum member. And you you mm -hmm. just go up the ranks based on the kind of work that you do. And there's evaluation processes that we go through. And we welcome all landscapers. I mean, I always get asked, so how do I become a landscaper? What do I do? I mean, there's just so much. And there's a mentorship program that we have in the Guild of Landscape Designers for people who say, I'm really interested. I don't know how to go about it. I've actually studied something, you know, in line with landscaping. And I don't know if I can just plunge in and go into this industry. You know, it's a, it's quite a, you know, when you walk into an industry and you start trading, you start working in it, and you realize that actually it's not as daunting as people make it out to be. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's a small industry, but it's quite a big industry. I mean, there's just so much that one can do. There's so many opportunities. You can trade on a commercial level or, an, or on a household property level. Mm -hmm. There's just so many rankings and there are a lot of players in the space. Um, however, when you're in the space, it becomes so difficult to know which are your suppliers, which people should you, you know, associate yourself with. And it's always great to know that you have a home whenever you make a mistake in a person's yard or in, in whatever property that you're working in as a landscaper, you have somebody to call on speed down and be like, you know what, can you please assist me? Or maybe your team happens to be so small and they could, you know, you, we have other landscapers that could lo loan their staff to you. You know, there's just so many things that we learn. There's workshops that we have on a quarterly basis and we have a... Um, Instagram account where we have different ideas and different things that we showcase of our, our of our landscapers, those who are members, you know, and it's been in existence yeah. for quite a while. And it's just quite a, a great space for me personally to be learning from other landscapers yeah. and just yeah. associating myself with the people that actually know and not like your bucky brigades, those people who just, you know, come into your yard and they're not professional. They don't know what they're doing. And the next moment yeah. they've built a retainer wall for your, for your landscaping and that thing comes down or they've placed a tree in the wrong position the tree then brings down your entire property down so there's just so many things there's a science behind the landscaping work that we do it's not just about beautiful gardens and having these fragrances in your garden mm -hmm. it's not just the pretty you know it's also like the proper and the professional and the yeah. scientific and you know there's just mm. all of that and I'm, I'm really honored to be in that space really Wow, that's amazing. So I understand you also seek to implement green solutions in your community to impact and to inspire the country at large for sustainable environmental activism. How is this going? Oh, man, um, this is one of my greatest passions. Uh, I love it, love it, love it so much. After I did Miss Earth in 2016, I realized that there's just so much work that needs to be done in the environmental sector, especially on the awareness side of things, because mm -hmm. I had already started the company Renoa Creations, uh, the landscaping company in 2015, and then in 2016 did Miss Earth. Then in 2017, I did a, a bit of, um, you know, activism work and just going to different schools and going from the 2016 year of Miss Earth. And I realized, no, man, let's let's formalize this. Let's have something that we can actually say that comes from an organization that actually is trying to make these changes for people to start changing their habits, you know, for people to start seeing that there's 
careers in this space that they don't even know anything of. And then we formalized the NPO that we now have. We would say our sister company to Ronewa Creations, which is Green Grow Group, which mm. specializes in ensuring that we get young people to know about the green economy, the green industry, to business mm. it to lead it, to prac it, you know, to practice it. So these are the programs that we have developed. Uh, we have a few programs within it and we're busy continuing to develop it. And, you know, after last year with COVID and all of that, we just realized that there's such an urgency in us actually implementing all our ideas because we, we kind of uh, took a back seat last year because we didn't really do much. Mm -hmm. But now we are really fully going for it. And we just want to, you know, continue doing the work that we had started in 2018 with the different presentations that we would have in schools in Soweto. I mean, there's just so much coming up our way. Uh, we are excited. We're looking forward to working with different uh, partners. Last year, I was working very closely with Green Matter. Green Meta, mm -hmm. which is quite a, an amazing brand, an amazing institution that helps a lot of students to be funded for their biodiversity studies. I mean, a lot of people don't know about it. I got introduced to Green Meta when I did my Invalesi program, their Invalesi program, where they were welcoming entrepreneurs that have sustainable solutions, you know, innovations in that space. One of our innovations were like water harvesting solutions. And so mm -hmm. I learned a lot from that program. And, you know, I've been in close contact with Green Meta. And last year, they've asked me to be part of their Green Careers campaign. So there's just, you know, and my baby, my baby project, which is EnviroChat with Lesejo that falls under Green Grow Group, which mm -hmm. is a WhatsApp chat, something very, very exciting, a WhatsApp chat that takes place every month for one hour. And we have topics about everything environmental. And we're just having this conversation about, you know, just learning how people can be more environmentally conscious, what they can do, the opportunities in the space. And mm. um, it's been a lovely journey just, you know, taking people through all of this. Amazing. Let's do, let's do, go uh, on and on. <laughs> Let me just mind. leave it at that. <laughs> I don't mind it all. Let's do touch a little bit on Miss Earth 2016. You were a finalist. Tell us about that experience, the competition, and how was it like leading the Safe Water Miss Earth SA Ambassador campaign? Um, that was that was so amazing. I mean, we went to Cape Town. We actually had a big challenge to go and speak to a hundred schools in ten days. Um, wow. I loved it so much. I loved it so much. We went to schools like in rural areas and schools in affluent areas. It was during the drought area that we, that we were experiencing in in the, in the country when Cape Town was going through that drought. Rivers and dams were dried out and all of that. And then we did those presentations to different schools mm -hmm. and we were able to go through that campaign within 10 days, seeing 100 schools in 10 days. We worked with Catherine Cosentinidis from the Miss Earth South Africa office. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was so lovely learning from her as very uh, passionate environmentalist in our country, which has mm. won um, various um, awards in this space. And I've learned so mm. much from working closely with her. Incredible. So, um, Lesejo, what are the milestones and achievements that you have reached through your work and Ronewa Creations? Sure. Um, top of my mind, I think one of my highlights from last year was reaching our five-year mark as a business. <laughs> On the 29th of July, that was that was a very emotional day, just reaching five years, knowing all the struggles that we've gone through, we were able to overcome them and still 
stay on this business journey. You know, our staff mm. members, having them stay with us throughout these years. That's a very, very personal one that I'm really, really proud of and um, really mm. proud of our team, proud of the company, you know, reaching that mm. far. Um, my business partner, Dina Khaledi, we've worked so, so hard. Amazing. You love contributing information and sharing your knowledge on different platforms. What are some of your topics of expertise apart from environmental affairs or the green economy? All right. So I really love sharing my knowledge and expertise on leadership purpose you know finding your purpose i think it's a very very important thing that most people really struggle with as they are journeying uh, through life and i think mm. once you find your why and why you're here it makes all the sense like everything just gels in mm. and you don't really waste time dabbling with stuff that you shouldn't be dabbling with you you just flow and you find so much fulfillment in knowing why you're doing what you're doing just youth development programs and youth development mm. as a whole that's amazing purpose and and know know your why. Let's talk a bit about the ultimate disruptor feature in Folks magazine last year. How did that come about? Sure, I was so excited. So um, I had been posting a few things online uh, on social media just about my personal journey on how I'm coping with the lockdown. And one of the journalists from the magazine then approached me because they were like, I'm actually doing an article right now on entrepreneurs in townships because, you know, we fall mm -hmm. part of the township economy. And so mm -hmm. because we're based in Soweto and he was like, I just want to find out what you can say right now. And COVID has been a disruptor what do you say as a disruptor mm -hmm. you know because before mm -hmm. covid all ent all entrepreneurs have been disrupting the status quo and all of that so we want to hear the voice of disruptors in this particular economy and then yeah it just it was put out there and and he, he even told me that there are a couple of other entrepreneurs that he's now interviewing and i really didn't even know that he would choose my story and so when mm -hmm. the article came out he was like okay the article is out you're on it i was like what <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Now, let's touch a little bit on who Lisekho is at home, your upbringing, and how was your passion for the environment watered, pun intended? <laughs> uh, pun intended. Oh, <laughs> it was watered in various ways. So growing up, I've always been supported. My family is extremely supportive. You know, it doesn't matter how crazy your idea is. If you can show mm. that you really want to do it, it's all hands on deck. You know, I did a lot of pageants when I was growing up and I did a lot of extramurals and I'm a big fan of music. Life music was involved in the music society at UJ so my family is extremely supportive and very creative I come from a very creative background and so from that I just was allowed to do whatever it is that I wanted to do you know and then my grandmother while I was doing my biochemistry and botany at UJ who has a great love for plants you know her garden and so it is it's quite an athletic garden and that mm -hmm. has you know different plants different textures and so mm -hmm. from that and growing up in a garden where a person just wakes up every morning dedicated to tend to her garden water it move things around uh, separate plants make sure that she has her own compost done make sure that she has her own fertilization done to just give the soil zinc and you know make it alive and so learning from her and the different principles and the water harvesting and 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 just mm. really made me love uh, landscaping and she's mm. the one who actually encouraged me to go and study landscaping when yeah. she would go to a lot of trips 
during the 90s when she was part of the guide club in Swaco. And so she would be exposed mm-hmm. to a lot of gardens. She's like, you know, there's this amazing course that I think you would love. Go and do it. It's all about landscaping. You fuse your creative side mm-hmm. to now what you know about the scientific side of plants. And so mm-hmm. those experiences really watered my love for the environment and watered my love for plants as a whole mm-hmm. and being exposed mm-hmm. to the business side of things. Oh, that's great. And you were voted the most versatile student in high school. Are you still as versatile, or has adulting showed you flames? <laughs> <laughs> adulting. Oh, adulting can show one flames. <laughs> that's a good question. I love it. Um, you know what? I think still as versatile, even though I don't have the time on my hands to be as versatile as I want to. But I think yeah. also maybe people would say you're so weird or you're so different like what makes you even go and talk about acapenthus you know or talk about pelagonium sedoidus you know these are scientific names of plants like why (laughs) but yeah no definitely i'm still very versatile i think the different organizations that i serve in um, i mean there's one organization that i didn't speak about that i think a lot of young people who would be listening to this would be interested is Mm -hmm. a new breed generation new breed generation that focuses on building, you know, leaders of a reputable character. And so Mm. just serving in that space can, you know, keep a person youthful and, you know, Mm. (laughs) keep that zone going. Keep that glow going. (laughs) I know Mm. adulting has shown me flames, but I'm still versatile, I believe. I think, I hope. (laughs) I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. Now let's change yes a little bit as we come to the conclusion of our conversation. What is the impact of global warming in our lives? Mm, The impact of global warming in our lives is that it's shifting things, it's changing things, and you know, we're losing our hold on this earth that we say we have full control over. You know, yes, God has given mm-hmm. us, you know, the authority to actually subdue the earth and make sure that we speak life to it and all of that. But our actions have really, really made us lose our hold over this earth that we, we've been given to be good stewards of. You know, stewardship is all mm-hmm. about looking after what you've been placed a leadership over. And so we, we're losing hold of it. So global warming is the result of men like me and you not men Mm -hmm. somewhere else in the world it's me and you Mm -hmm. so we really need to bring back all that we've been given bring back by all means however we know best just be green every day and it's really really possible Mm -hmm. so to learn about going green being a little bit kinder and friendlier to the environment are there any resources that you can share if if just the average person wants to get information and read more on this topic yes yes there are a lot of websites out there that help us to be more green my instagram account is definitely going to give you a lot of tips on how to be more green the organization green go group uh, if you want to be part of the enviro chat that i mentioned about earlier on there's a link on facebook that allows you to just get on enviro chat and just google going green there's a book uh, by a lovely gentleman that is titled going green 365 so you can go green in different ways for 365 days in a year so there's just a lot of content out there we should just type it all out on google mrs google will give us all the answers it's that simple it's that simple google going green where do we find you on the socials what's your instagram account twitter facebook snapchat how do we find you on the social streets on instagram it's at lesoho underscore silwane underscore 
And then on Twitter, it's at Lisejo underscore Silwane underscore. And mm-hmm. then on Facebook, you just search I am Lisejo Silwane or Lisejo Silwane. And that's basically it. So, yeah. Lisejo Silwane, CEO and co-founder of Ronewa Creations. Thank you so much, Lisejo, for coming on the show. Thank you very, very much. It's a great, great pleasure to be here with you all. I hope you enjoyed this. Thank you so much, Rufilio, for the invite. That's a pleasure. If this conversation does not inspire you to care a little bit more about the environment and how our actions affect the world we inhabit, I have no idea what will. If you'd like to reach us, send an email to info at refuletobeha.com. Find me on my socials, refuletobeha on Twitter and Instagram, uh, refuletobeha on the Facebook page and on LinkedIn, I am refuletobeha. Let's do this again next week. And until then, level up level up and go green take care conversations with pioneers hosted by refuel to